Hello, and welcome to the Faith Outfront podcast, where faith and athletics take the stage. We're excited for you to be joining us today to once again hear a powerful story of how faith has shaped the life of one of our local heroes in the realm of sports. Nobles, thanks for that excellent introduction and appreciate co-hosting with you once again for Faith Out Front. We're so thrilled to have Robert Brooks, the chaplain of the Cleveland Browns and a wonderful ministry leader with Athletes in Action participate in episode three of Faith Out Front. And let's just get right to the questions, Robert, because people wanna hear from you and we're grateful that you're with us. Because this podcast is called Faith Out Front, as we were praying about submitting some questions your way, we were thinking to ourselves, well, before you can put your faith out front, you got to have faith. And would you be willing to share your journey of how you came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as your Lord and your family dynamic, and then how you became the chaplain of the Cleveland Browns? I know we'd love to hear that. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. It's wonderful to be with you. Nobles, I finally get to see you face to face, even though it's on Zoom. And uh, Robert and I have been together a few times. So it's really good to uh, see your face so we can connect real soon. Uh, like many of you, my journey of faith began actually through my uh, relationship with teammates. Uh, I was a college uh, football player back in the day, a few years and a few pounds ago. And um, grew up in a home where my grandmother was the kind of like the spiritual head at the time in the house and she raised me and it was a great experience and you know but we really didn't go to church that much my grandmother spent a lot of time uh, you know raising children of which nine of her own and she gets me at age two and she's 74 so she raised me and I wasn't a walk in the park so to keep me busy they allowed me to participate in sports and you know, I was pretty good at everything I tried pretty much from baseball, football, track, basketball, whatever it was. I had a ball involved with it. I wanted to play it. And, uh, you know, that's where I found my identity. You know, everybody knew Robert as, you know, the athlete. And that was it. Uh, until I got through high school and had an opportunity to continue to play football. And I went away to a, uh, a two-year school, actually a junior college. And there's where I met a teammate named Chris Lawrence, great Christian young man. And I didn't know Christ at this time. Like I said, we didn't spend a lot of time at church. Uh, you know, I knew a little bit about the Lord, but I went home with Chris to Asheville, North Carolina, when we had a break, uh, a weekend break of football. And uh, his father led me to Christ in his living room in uh, 1987 of August in uh, Asheville, North Carolina is where I came to know the Lord. And, uh, from there, my journey, I moved on, went to West Virginia University where I finished up my football career and just began to grow in my faith and uh, eventually worked in college athletics. Uh, I was at the University of Louisville where actually I started the FCA huddle that's there now. Uh, back in the day, uh, it's been a long time now, but it's still going very strong. And Chris Morgan is a fantastic leader there. I love that brother, doing a great job. Uh, from there, went to UAB in Birmingham, Alabama, where we also had uh, campus ministry going on. Even though I was assistant athletics director, I was involved with the ministry stuff going on at the campus. And 
my wife and I moved from there to Green Bay, Wisconsin, where I met someone with Athletes in Action. And I uh, started a Bible study on campus there. So every college I had been at, uh, we were involved with the ministry, even though I was a, a staff member working for the university. So from there, God called us into this full time with Athletes in Action. And we moved on to the University of Pittsburgh after a couple of years in Green Bay and came, became the campus directors there at the University of Pittsburgh and also the football team chaplain uh, for about five years. And that leads us up to how we got to Cleveland. And uh, Tom Petersburg, fantastic man of God who served for years here with uh, the Cleveland Browns, the Indians, the, the Cavaliers. And uh, he prayed one day, he said, hey, I'm going to pray that you would, uh, that you'd come to Cleveland after I retire. Now, being a guy that was in college ministry at the time at Pitt, I had no desire for that. I was content where I was. And, you know, I pretty much said, hey, you don't have to send that prayer higher than the ceiling. I'm going to stay right here. And uh, but as the years went by, sure enough, God was drawing me. And by the time year four came around, I said, hey, what's the pro ministry about? And he was just about ready to retire. And uh, some guys like uh, you would know the Ben Watsons of the world, Colt McCoys, Reggie Hodges. Those guys welcomed me here for a visit and did chapel service. My wife and I led a Bible study with the guys. And, and after that, Coach Shermer was here at the time, actually, and uh, they invited us to come. We packed up and moved, and we're entering season nine uh, this year. A lot different than what we've expected or what we've seen over the years, but that's kind of my faith journey, of how I came to Christ and how we came here, and that's the Walmart version of it. Well, that's an awesome version, and what a great story, and we're believing with you that the best is yet to come. Thanks for sharing. Amen. Yeah, uh, Robert, a lot of um, great insight, you know, just into your background as it pertains to faith and, you know, the different, um, you know, high-level football programs you were at. As a matter of fact, I have a good friend of mine who was a part of the uh, huddle ministry at the University of Louisville. So um, it's awesome to see, you know, seeds that were planted long ago still bearing fruit to this day. And it's funny, man, you'll, 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 find, this, you'll find this pretty funny. I hope I don't make you feel feel old but you say you were uh you were saved in 87 I was actually born in 86 <laughs> so I know you've Ooh. got a lot of faith experience <laughs> behind you man <laughs> I'm just seasoned that's all I'm seasoned there we go there we go <laughs> I love it well let me ask you this Robert um staying in the same vein you know with you being a chaplain now entering in entering year nine um, you mentioned guys like Ben Watson, Colt McCoy, Reggie Hodges, who was a good friend of mine. Um, you see professional athletes on a daily basis, um, you know, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of spectacular plays take place on the field. Um, things that, you know, you know, the common or average fan would just awe at, right? But I want to know, what's a powerful story that you could share with us of faith that you've witnessed off the field? whether it was in your, your pro chaplaincy or whether it was something you experienced while you were in college or could you just kind of, you know, talk to us through that? Sure. You know, I could probably share uh, 10 of those stories with you, but for the sake of time, of course, I'll just share a couple really quick. Uh, one was about eight years after this young man had graduated from college, 
and moved on. He was one that would come to Bible study, would come to chapel faithfully, very quiet. Uh, you know, when he did have a question, it was always a very good question, something that was deep and not just a surface type question. But about eight years after he had graduated and moved on, I only had him one year. And he was actually from my hometown in Virginia, which made it so neat that we ran into each other at Pittsburgh years ago, uh, you know, years later. rather. So he shared with me, he was watching the Super Bowl. And the next day after the Super Bowl, he sent me a message that said, you know, Mr. Brooks, I just wanted you to know uh, that you helped change my life. Um, you know, you gave me a video. It was actually one of the video series that, that our ministry uh, worked with uh, Tony Dungy on. And Tony shared the, shared the gospel at the end. And this young man uh, gave his life to Christ. And he, he sent me this in a message on Facebook and said, hey, you know, I gave the video back to you, but I didn't tell you that my life was changed forever. And I just wanted you to know that. So we continued to have a conversation. I said, hey, I'm so glad that God used his word through a video and Tony Dungy to bring you to faith in him, uh, to a meaningful relationship. And I'm so excited for you. You know, I see you got married. And, and he said, yes, I remember you and Miss April. That's my wife of uh, 20 years. Be 21 next week, by the way, fellas. And he said, I remember you talking to us about or talking to me about being uh, equally yoked and what that meant. And uh, I met my wife on a mission trip to Peru. And I'm thinking, you know, this kid would come late to Bible study, but yet he, he made it all the way to Peru on a mission trip. And, you know, I was, I was shocked. And, you know, as we kept on having the conversation over Facebook, I, I had to ask him, is, it sounded like, you know, I finally asked, hey, are you a missionary now? And he said, well, where I'm living right now, I can't use the M word because I'm in a Muslim country. And yes, that's what I do. You understand how that made me feel. I'm thinking, here's a guy I'm thinking, you know, you, you don't know if they're listening, if anything is sinking in. And, you know, you feel like you're running in mud sometimes with ministry. You just hope what's flying off of your shoes is sticking somewhere. And to hear that kind of story thrilled me, thrilled me. And uh, we've stayed in touch. He has a beautiful wife and uh, two kids now, and uh, he's back over here in the States. He's doing some wonderful things. That's one quick story. And even shorter than that, one of, um, one of our local NFL teams, I'll just say it that way, uh, one of their players who will be in the ring of honor shared with me after his retirement five years later, he says, hey, I just want you to know how much I see how valuable the ministry is now that it's behind me, that my career is behind me. It was all along, it was the Bible studies, it was the chapel services, it was the quiet conversations in the locker room or the, or the lunchroom or the dining hall or in the hotel that really made all the difference. Because you know, Robert, I've shared with you before that that's the foundation of ministry, meaningful relationships. And when you can develop those meaningful relationships they can last a lifetime and uh, we hope for eternity. So there's just a few stories um, that get me excited and keep me going because, you know, guys come and go, man, this league is so hard. They, get, they come and go so fast. Sometimes, you, you know, you got to be very intentional about your, your approach and what you're trying to accomplish with them for the purpose of the kingdom.
Wow, Robert, appreciate your heart. And by the way, happy early anniversary to you in April. God bless you. And we're so glad that there's been continuity with Robert Brooks and Athletes in Action and all the work you've been doing with the Cleveland Browns. And I know the good book talks about planning, watering, but God brings the increase. You've certainly been planning and watering in ways that are profound. Thank you. Speaking bless of, you. God bless you. Thinking of your ministry, Athletes in Action, I was reflecting a few years ago, I had the blessing to be able to tour your wonderful world headquarters there in Xenia, Ohio. And it was wonderful on so many levels, including that in the lobby there, there's this wonderful document that says that Athletes in Action and FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, have a covenant. And you talk about relationships and how God honors covenant. Could you share a little bit from your perspective of how AIA and FCA, including this Faith Out Front podcast, and then going forward, how we might be able to serve together for the sake of the gospel? Absolutely. You know, that covenant was uh, signed between some of our former uh, or past leaders uh, in both organizations, which I was thrilled to see the uh, the unity that was uh, developed over the years. As you know, with partnership, uh, relationship comes before partnership. You know, relationship comes before activity. Because, you know, when, when you develop trust with people and how you can work together to better the kingdom, uh, it makes everything so much more sweeter. So, you know, even our current presidents talk and pray together now uh, on a monthly basis. I, I know this. So I was thrilled when you mentioned that to me again, because I think sometimes, you know, things get tucked away in the hallway and they don't always get seen and remembered. So as Robert, you and I, and now Nobles, as we develop this, our relationship and friendship in the ministry, we look for ways and welcome ways to expand the influence of both ministries in the gospel here for the people that we can reach and the people that we serve. So. I, you know, I, I was I was shocked that you even seen that because not many people know that unless you've been in the hallways there at uh, e at either facility, really. And you know, I see it as a way for us to you know to tear down walls and to to strengthen foundations of ministry uh, where we can support one another and back one another because you know it, we would be foolish to think that there's some kind of competition to uh, to serve. I mean, come on, there's no contentment in, in, in being served. In other words, I couldn't serve you enough, you know? So what we need to do is link arms and get down the road together so that we can impact Cleveland and uh, beyond because it, it is victory beyond competition out there, which is what one of the things we talk about with our ministry. And as the relationship continues to develop, I always look for those and welcome those opportunities to reach out and say, hey, look, maybe we should do this together. This is something that makes sense. And I think we'll all get more out of it. We benefit from it when we realize, again, it's for all for the kingdom. It's, 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 it's not for us. We're not trying to lift uh, our names up in any kind of way. And I know you, Robert, I know your heart. It's not about, you know, you know, just FCA or AIA. We may be uh, waving their banner, but our allegiance is to Christ first, and, and that's the banner we're waving the most. So I'm looking forward to things that we've already talked about. Well, Robert, amen, and you are a big K kingdom guy, and a, a friend of mine likes to say that'll preach, and what you just said will preach, and amen. Amen. <laughs>
<laughs> I think I might have taught him that one, Robert. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Hey. <laughs> Um, That's good. Man, I, I love what you, I love what you just shared. Um, you know about tearing down walls and, and promoting unity and building relationships before you can really move forward and build strategic partnerships. Um, I want to shift the, the conversation just a little bit um, within that same vein because one of the things that we're doing within FCA is thinking about ways and strategizing on how to create oneness. You know, in our communities, it, it's no secret that there's. Uh, a tremendous amount of civil unrest in our country right now, which prompts yes. me to ask you, uh, Robert, what role do you believe sports plays in helping to move and advance our country forward um, with what we're currently seeing in regards to racial harmony, recon racial reconciliation, and social justice, things of that nature? Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Out Front podcast. Be sure to tune in next week to hear Robert's answer to that question and more of his phenomenal story on Faith Out Front, presented by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. God bless.